everybody. Welcome to our Game On High School Football Weekly Podcast. I'm Drew Marco from the Intel and the Courier Times, and I'm joined by Daryl Dobis, a longtime voice of WNPV Radio uh, Football. Daryl, a lot of a lot of stuff looking forward, a lot of stuff to look back at. And, uh, you know, and again, it's as always, high school football is delivering. Um, yeah, let's let's take a quick look at that last week. You know, let's we'll start in the suburban one league in, in the uh, in the continental. I saw Quakertown play up for Dublin. I thought it would be close. I, I think you thought it would be close. Um, yeah, it wasn't close. Uh, Quakertown. You know, from start to finish, really laid it on. You know, it's a pretty good Upper Dublin team. Beat them thirty-one to nothing uh, a week after North Penn had beat Upper Dublin thirty-five twenty. Upper Dublin came in as a number six team in the Class Five A rankings by PA Football News, and uh, Quakertown just sent them packing with a with a pretty impressive shutout. You know, what's your take on you know the Panthers and the five and zero start? Well. The 5-0 start for Quakertown after seeing them last year doesn't surprise me a whole lot. Um, you and I, in picking these games last week, we had this as a much closer game than the way it ended up. I honestly am a bit surprised um, uh, with a, a not only a shutout, but a shutout by more than four scores. That um, That's a statement being sent by Quakertown, I think more than it is a negative to uh, Upper Dublin. Quakertown is saying we have got a squad this year uh, that is to be reckoned with. We've got the pieces in place defensively and offensively because we know that Upper Dublin, uh, you know, they're the, not the flying Cardinals uh, for no reason. They know what they're doing on offense. And to keep them off the board is uh, just amazing, I think, for Quakertown. And I know that's a source of pride for George Bannis and that defense. Anytime you shut a team out, you know, that's – that's the ultimate thing for a defense. Um, Upper Dublin, yeah, they're stumbling a little bit, but you know, like I said, they they had a uh, that's a rough rough start uh, or the rough couple of weeks for Upper Dublin here um, coming through with North Penn. Uh, you know, you're talking uh, the class, of, or at least in the upper echelon of uh, you know six A, and then uh, then Quakertown, which is shown uh, to be a very uh, very potent as well. But right now, the next two weeks, ought to get the Cardinals right a little bit. You've got Truman on the road, which, you know, Truman can be dangerous, but they can also be handled. And Pensbury, which has just unfortunately been a nightmare. Uh, and and you got to wonder when the fight, if it does go out of them, when that's going to happen, the way that not only Pensbury is losing, or not only the fact that Pensbury is losing, but how they're losing as well. So, um you could very easily see the Cardinals at five and three by the end of all this. And then you've got Souderton and to be perfectly honest, two easy ones down the stretch, Council Rock North and Happer Horsham. Uh, and the last three being league games here. You're probably looking at seven and three for the Cardinals. Uh, they just have to make sure they take care of business the next two weeks. Quakertown, uh, you know, Hey, like I said, I, I think that's a statement win by them. Uh, as long as they don't get too high off of it, they're going to be in pretty good shape. They got yeah. the 309 bowl this week, Satterton. That's always a big game. It's at their place. Then another big one against Nishamini, uh, which, you know, common sense would tell you Nishamini ought to handle them, but the way nishamini has been playing, that's, uh, that's not an answer you can just flat out give. Um, th- this is a, this is going to be a very interesting run down the stretch here for Quakertown with Satterton to Chamonix, and then you get Hapro and Ben Salem and Truman 
to close out the season here. So uh, Quaker Town's making putting people on notice here. I think that uh, they're they're to be contended with the rest of the year. Yeah, I agree. And and Darrell, before we take a look at the national conference in the suburban one league, I just want to mention our our feel good story of the of the season has been Salem, and that continued. They continues to be a feel good story. They you know, they were losing to Truman on Saturday. I think it was 12 nothing, and they, they came back and scored like 40-something unanswered points to, you know, to pull away. You know, Ben Salem at three and two, pretty good. And, you know, they, they could – if they keep playing well, you know, they, they may find themselves in a, in a district spot. All right, let's, let's shift real fast, uh, Darrell, to the to national conference. They, by the way, they've got two winnable games in the next three, Council Rock North and South, sandwiching Penridge. So they could very easily find themselves five and three going into a big matchup with Quakertown on October 22nd. That, that might be the, that if if things pan out the way I think they'll pan out, that would be the make or break game. I think for the uh, postseason for uh, Ben Salem, but yeah, like you said, I I told you last week, it's Ben Salem on homecoming. I know something about that. Don't mess with Ben Salem on homecoming. And uh, Oh boy, did they come up with a big one and congratulations to them. Absolutely. And the first, you know, the first big test for, uh, you know, for North Penn in the National Conference was last week with Penridge. The Rams took an early lead on North Penn, but, you know, North Penn comes back for a 21-14 win, stays undefeated. You know, that was a, that's a nice effort, you know, by the Knights. It's a nice effort on both sides. Um, again, uh, I might look stupid, but I'm not. And, uh, you know, we mentioned last week, said this is going to be, I thought it'd be a game for three quarters. And then after that, I, th- I thought North Penn might pull away. So I was three quarters right. Uh, right. Penridge, we've said it all year, they've got the defense. Okay. And defense is big, especially when the weather gets colder, especially when it's more of a ground game. You know, if you want to advance. Now, the only thing is, is they've got to find a little more consistency on the offense. Now, to be fair, this is North Penn. It is not easy to move the ball on North Penn, no matter no. you know what the situation may be. But taking a quick glance here at, at their at the schedule they've had, they've put up seven against Downingtown East. Again, no shame there, but they only gave up fourteen. They put up twenty-eight on the Shamany. They put up thirty-five on Council Rock North, and then fourteen on North Penn. So, and I didn't didn't even get into the Pensbury score. So they're they're scoring where they need to, but now are the teams that are a little higher class, uh, for lack of a better term, Downingtown East, North Penn. Now they've got to start finding that offense. 14 points is not going to cut it uh, against these teams. And next week, in fact, the next three weeks, including Ben Salem in this mix, Mm -hmm. they're going to have to find some points or this season could really take a turn that they're not expecting because the rest of their schedule is not easy. CB West, Ben Salem. A resurgent CB East team. Central Bucks South coming off of a major win. Abington is always tough. And then, you know, the end of the year, Quakertown on Thanksgiving. But uh, that is not an easy schedule for Cody yeah. Muller. Uh, they're going to have to uh, they're gonna have to come up with something big on the offensive end because the defense is carrying this team right now. Absolutely. Carol, well, now we're going to take a uh, hop over to the SOL American Conference. You had Upper Moreland undefeated. Going into last week, they, they played a lot of tight games, but they, they managed to win them all. Well, that, that ended uh, last week, you know, when Cheltenham, which is kind of scraping early, you know, off to a, a bit of a slow start, Cheltenham hands up for Moreland a, you know, its first loss. 
Now, now that looks like the American Conference, we're looking at a, th- a three-team race perhaps with Plymouth White Marsh, uh, Cheltenham, and the Golden Bears. It sure looks like it. I mean, Cheltenham, you were kind of wondering um, how they were going to be. They seemed to stagger a little bit. And, again, this is one of those teams that played that spring schedule. You, you thought right, that man. might actually be a benefit uh, to them. But they're only two and three overall. So this is just one league win for Cheltenham. Uh, Upper Moreland, again, kind of that playing with fire uh, situation. This is only their first loss. Right. So kind of like we talked about week two of the season, you know, it's early. Don't put too much into it. It's one game here for the league. The only thing is now upper Moreland. If you're just thinking league, uh, league title conference title, now they're going to need a little bit of help right? because they need someone to take care of Cheltenham for them. Uh, and obviously they're going to have to, you know, take care of business on their end. They've got a, a struggling 3A New Hope Solberry team. William Tennant, uh, which is a 6A, but it's not it's been as strong as in the past. Springfield Monco, a 4. So they've got some teams here that, um, even though Springfield Montgomery County has been playing uh, well yeah. this year, they've got three winnable games here uh, down the stretch, which would lead them up to a big one against Plymouth White Marsh on the 22nd. And then that would do it for their league schedule. They're actually scheduled for a game on the 29th against Upper Darby, a 6A school out of, uh, I believe they're in the uh, Central. Uh, but, you know, this this could set up well for them if they can get through all the way to uh, all the way to Week 10 there by winning out. They're just going to need a little help for someone from Ch- uh, to take care of Cheltenham right. if they want the league title. But I see them uh, – I see them as a solid bet here, though, for the uh, district playoffs. Well, that, yeah, it's the thing. You know, come playoff time, you'll have Upper Moreland as a four A. So, you know, they're you know they're playing the Cheltenhams and they're you know they're playing the PWs, you know, that are bigger schools. So, you know, that kind of helps you once you know once you get, you know, in, in the playoffs against schools your own size. It, yeah, it's nice to win a, a league title, but I I wonder. How much, you know, kids today, you know, they, they see the state title and, and I think that's to them is the big prize. And unfortunately, the, the conference titles, the, the ones you get for, you know, defeating your neighbors, um, you know, kind of go by the wayside. You know, true, you, but true. But in fairness, though, and uh, we didn't have state and, and district titles when I played. But uh, the point is, is the coaches will put up. um you know, what the goals are. The first one is always a state title. The second one would be undefeated because if you went undefeated, you've got the state title. So that, right. that takes care of itself. But then after that district and then conference, but conference, if you struggle in conference, you're not setting yourself up in a lot of cases. Well, for the district playoffs here, upper Moreland has a lot of teams that are uh, of the nine teams they're playing. Only one is lower in classification than them, and that's New Hope Solberry. Only a handful. uh, Archbishop Ryan is a 4A. Springfield Monco is now a 4A. So you're talking three of the the teams that they're facing out of 10 are equal or lower class. In in class, I should say. I mean, not low class. But um, so this is – this is important that they do win because if they don't do well against them or they don't do well against those in their league, I don't care if it's a 5A or 6A, what does that say to them? It's like, oh, well, if we can't do well in our conference, how are we going to do well in states? So this is 
for lack of a better term, uh, a, a, a prep for districts. Okay. And if you want to prepare properly, they've got to go out and go out and get the conference title, or in this case, hopefully tie for the conference title. If Cheltenham only pulls off one loss. Gotcha. No, you're right there. I, as you mentioned back when you played, they didn't have state playoffs. I, did they have helmets back then? I'm not even. Uh, uh, we just started with the single bar. Uh, my single sophomore bar? year, single bar. Okay. Yeah. But uh, actually the state state playoffs started in 88. If I remember okay. correctly, I think the Shamney was the first local, 88 or 89. The Shamney was the first local team local for us uh, right. to actually make the postseason. They went undefeated and I believe lost their playoff game. But I forget if that was for a district title or considered a, a state playoff berth. I think, yeah, I think they might have lost, I want to say, Cedar Cliff maybe, or and that might ring a bell. But, uh, well, speaking of, of state playoffs, we, we have a huge game on Saturday <laughs> with, uh, you know, perhaps the two best teams in the state, which when you, you could make that argument before. But, you know, you have LaSalle playing prep 3 o'clock Saturday down to Franklin Field at University of Pennsylvania. You know, it's LaSalle's five and zero. Oh, um, you know, preps. You know, preps two and one. But I, I don't care that prep prep lost to some you know stud team from Georgia. You know, th- this is this this is just an enormous game. You know, again, probably the two best teams in the state, and I believe prep has beaten prep, which has won the last three state titles. I think they've beaten LaSalle nine straight times over the years. So yeah, that that sounds that sounds right. Um, you know, it, so, LaSalle, LaSalle's chomping at the bit to get these guys again. Yeah, and we talked about this before 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 the show, Daryl. If you're prep or if you're LaSalle, you know you're going to meet again in the in the in the postseason. There's a good chance. Yep. You know, do you hold do you hold anything back, or do you just say, you know? We got to go out and win and show them. Look, you know we're the better team. Well, here's the thing: here we, you could say, yeah, they're going to meet again, but let's not forget Archbishop Wood is now right. a 6A program. Roman Catholic is no pushover either, and they're all in the same red division. Yeah. All right. First of all, let me give a, a a congratulations, and I hope you enjoyed it to Archbishop Ryan, who right now is sitting atop the red division at one and zero. Because that will change. <laughs> yes, it will. When, when LaSalle would prep and maybe Catholic get after him, uh, that one win over Father Judge is um, is going to be one they're going to cherish. But True. this is just, I mean, this is a brutal, brutal uh, conference here, the Red Division, again, with LaSalle. Yeah, I have, I have, I have a column Rome. coming out this week about the dominance of the Red Division over the years and, you know, just doing the research for it. And it's, it's you know. It's scary. It's it really scary is. how good they are, but but again, this we say, oh, they're going to meet each other down the road. That may not happen. You might get Prep Wood. You might get Sal yeah, Wood. It's the the chances are there where yeah, um, you know the the odds are they would, but don't be so sure. You know, well, so that gonna, makes it so that makes Saturday that much more important then. Yeah, um, I, I, everyone's important in in, in football. You know, there are only 10 games, sometimes less, depending on, you know, Catholic League. You don't get as many games because you get right into the playoffs. Everyone's important, and it's important for seeding as well. And if you can win over Prep and and Wood, first of all, not only is that a confidence boost for you, but now you're talking about you're throwing Wood against Prep in the semifinal. Yeah. Okay, you don't have to go through 
both teams. And when I say both, I mean the winner of that, right. both Wood and whoever is in that bracket, and then you know the the one that got the top seat. Right. So you you want you're giving yourself almost a break. No, <laughs> you're you saying, are. We got we got you we, absolutely are. We got to beat one massively dominant team versus two massively dominant. Teams. That's a very good point. So we uh, this is going to be, and, and not only that, like you said, LaSalle has not won in a while right. over prep. So they're going to want something here. Will they show the entire playbook? I think not, but they're going to show a bit of it and, uh, you know, come out swinging. And so we'll prep. Gotcha. All right. Well, that's going to be one of our picks and we're going to, we're going to slide into our, our, our predictions uh, with our frontline picks. Unfortunately, Daryl, you were undefeated last week um, <laughs> and you have, you were four and oh, I got to give you that. The, uh, I was three and one. So you, you have one game edge on me. I want to say, uh, so what are you up to now? 14 and three? I believe. Yeah, um. <laughs> okay. It's, it's only, it's still September. Still um, September. The, Another week. I'm, at, I'm at 13 and four. Hopefully we'll, it, that will change for the better. Still not bad. That's still not bad either. No, we it should. is. And I, I, I would take it. So let, there, Dra- DraftKings, Bet365, where should we be going <laughs> with all this? Good Lord. I know. Well, if, if I did that, if, if there was money on the line, I, I would choke like a dog. We'd but, be four um, and 13. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so let's get into a couple of games this week, um, if we can. But let's start, uh, Daryl, with uh, you know Ben Salem at Council Rock North. You know Ben Salem three and two, a lot of momentum coming off you know the win over Truman. Do they keep rolling here? I, I can't see why not. Uh, you know Ben Salem again. It's it's a matter of just execution with these guys. Um, you know I would not make it a practice to get down two scores. Uh, right, right. You, you know, before, before the, uh, the game starts, you know, before the, they really get into it. So I, I would be very, very careful about that, but this is a council rock team that has struggled over the past few years. Uh, they do have a couple wins, uh, under their belt, uh, which is, uh, which is good for them. But, um, council rock North has, has not been strong. Uh, this year, they are coming off of a win over Happer Horsham, but unfortunately it was a forfeit win. Right. So I mean that's you know, that's a two nothing in their book. So the last game, the last two games they played, they were blanked by Penridge and uh, blown out by Souderton. They were also blown out by Quakertown. So the only team that they've got a, a real game on the field win is New Hope, uh, which is a Triple A, which is down this year. And and quite frankly, they're really taking a step up with the big boys playing in the Suburban One League instead of playing Bicentennial uh, like they have been. So Ben Salem has a real golden opportunity here uh, to uh, come away with a victory. I think they will. And based on what I have seen from the scores uh, previous, I will give them a win of 35 to 14, actually 35 to 17 in favor of the Owls. Okay. Um, I'm also going to go with Ben Salem here, Daryl. But I, I do like with John Griner. I mean, he's got over Council Rock North. He's got a ton of underclassmen, and, you know, they're taking their lumps. But, you know, they're, I think, you know, give them a little bit of time, and, uh, you know, they'll, they'll turn the corner. Um, but for now, you know, Ben Salem, I'm going to say Ben Salem 33-16. All right, Daryl, CB West, I know you <laughs> – okay, I'm putting the pressure on you. The, the, got a lot Can of I hide now? Pressure. Can I hide? Yeah, please. Um, <laughs> uh, CB West at Penridge, what do you think? Well, we mentioned Penridge is running through a gauntlet here right now uh, of games. 
you know, you're talking about North Penn, uh, West. Ben Salem is not going to be a pushover. Then you got East and Central Bucks South. They've, you know, they got to find two wins out of here. Um, Central Bucks West, kind of a, a an easy game. I saw it in person against Pensbury. God, I feel bad for my alma mater. Uh, they are really, really struggling. Um, Central Bucks has uh, an easy one. I guess it could even be a forfeit, depending on what's happening at Happer Horsham the following week here. Um, they're going to come out guns blazing. This is not going to be a high-scoring game. Uh, Central Bucks has been throwing their weight around on defense, and Penridge has been struggling a little bit offensively. Uh, throw away the Pensbury game. Uh, you're, you're talking about 27, 21, 28 points. Even Coatesville, they put up 14. Um, you know, Central Bucks has been finding a way to put some points on the board. Uh, and no, I'm not doing this because of, but I will say, Central Bucks West, uh, they can win this uh, as long as they keep that defense strong. I am going to make this a 17-14 game. I will put the kickers on notice. You're going to win this one late. Central Bucks comes away at 5-1 and one with a big win going into uh, Hatboro's week. Yeah, I agree with you, Daryl. Um, I think this one with, you know, with as much as, you know, West runs the ball, as much as Penridge runs the ball, you, you know, you could probably leave your car running because um, the game is not going to take long to play. Um, I'm going to take West to win their fifth straight and make, make it 19-17. All right, let's yep, shift The over. only thing real quick, Drew, about that, the only thing about, about this one that makes it really a coin flip is the fact that Penridge is not as – excuse me, CB West is not as fast as North Penn. With their skill guys, they're not slow, but they're not as fast uh, with their skill guys. And Penridge obviously did a great job bottling them yeah. up to only 21 points. So it, you want to talk about execution? This has got to be an execution game more so than anything else, because I don't think either team is going to out quick anybody. You're going to have to out out pound them, right? Out physical them. All those all those big words that are you know those cliches that are used about football. This is what it's going to come down to. I still got West by a field goal. Gotcha. Um, all right, Dad, we better pick up the pace a little bit here. Let's go to yeah, the. I'm not uh, fast either. <laughs> I know the the, uh, the Continental Conference, Southerton, Quakertown. What do you like? Um, I'll make a quick Quakertown six and zero. Uh, I love Ed Gallagher. I love what he's done with the kids in good times and in bad. Um, you, you know, right now Quakertown is just firing on all cylinders. You know how how do you not go with them at this point? Uh, is uh, it, it's tough to do. So uh, you know, Quakertown will have uh, Quakertown will have uh, Nishamni coming up after after this, which is no easy game. Uh, Hepper Horsham again, uh, their struggles, and then Ben Salem and Truman. So they've got help, but they, they've got games winnable along the way uh, here. Souderton, on the other hand, again, they're fighting the injury bug. Uh, you know, they get Abington and Upper Dublin, which are a couple really tough games. Uh, they've got to find a win somewhere. I don't think it's going to be here. Quakertown has really been putting up points. Their defense has been playing well. I'm going to go with a 30 to 16 game in favor of. Uh, the folks from Quakertown Community High School. I'm with you. I'm, I uh, Again, I saw Quakertown uh, dismantle Upper Dublin last week. I like Quakertown 27-13 here. 
Darrell, let's we got two winless teams uh, for our next game. Council Rock South at, at Hapro Horsham. The Hatters uh, forfeited last week. Hopefully they'll be able to play this week. I know they've had some numbers problems. Um, they've had some COVID issues. Um, you know, I'm going to throw it out. There. I'm going to say Council Rock South 24-6. What do you think? Uh, I'm going. I'll I'll go with that score as well. And uh, I have a, a personal connection. Uh, like Central Bucks, I have a personal connection with Hapro Horsham as well, and, and it pains me to see it. it. Pains me to see it with any program, really. I mean, these are right. kids, um, you know, and we're picking games, we're having fun with it. But uh, you know, y- you hate to see this, um, whatever the reason may be. And like you said, there are a variety of issues that uh, are uncontrollable at this point uh, by the powers of being, even by the kids themselves. I'll, I'll agree with you with the uh, with the score and the result for Council Rock South. All right, and, and Daryl, the big one Saturday, one of the biggest ones in the state. Um, again, 3 o'clock at Franklin Field at, at, on the University of Pennsylvania campus. LaSalle and Prep, what do you think? Well, uh, there's not great parking, so get there early. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, th- th- this, this, um, this should be a well – if it's not well attended, shame on everybody. This should be a fantastic game. Um, I, I'll keep it real simple. I think Prep wins this one. I think they have been more battle-tested at this point. LaSalle has still played some some quality opponents. They are very good, but kind of like I said at the beginning of the year, I'm going to stick with the team that has been doing the winning. When I said North Penn, I'm going to stick with the team that is doing the winning now. I am going to go with St. Joe's Prep. Uh, Would it be an upset? No. I I think this is 60-40 in favor of Prep, Uh, but I'm going to go – we'll go – we're going to make this a big one. We're going to go 35-28 in favor of the prep. All right. I'm well. We're going to disagree here. I'm going to I'm going to take LaSalle. Uh, I I just think LaSalle with all that firepower and a, a lot of uh, revenge for, over the years. Um, I'll, I'll go see Explorers 21-17. They you are due. They are due. They are due. And it, that is not a flyer either. That's a that's a good pick. That should be a heck of a game. Yeah, absolutely. Should be a heck of a game. Um, good stuff as always, Daryl. Appreciate it. Um, we'll, we will. We thank everybody, and we will see you next week on our Game On High School Football Podcast.